Tyree Kill had an amazing 23 minutes. Kyler Murray is in fact human. Austin Eckler is back with a vengeance. And what the hell are we going to do with Elvin Kamara? Welcome in the Dynasty Mafia podcast, everybody. It's just Keenan and I tonight. We are Sones Eric, our knight in shining armor. Wow. I don't know. It feels weird. It feels weird, honestly. But, uh, you know, he'll, Eric will definitely be missed today. But uh, we'll try to get get through this without him. Might be a little tough, but I think I think we can do it. Yeah, like I said, knight, knight in shining armor is yeah. Eric. And uh, we are missing him. He he has some other obligations this week. So, uh, yes, Keenan, he will be missed. But we do have a jam-packed show today. Uh, Keenan and I got a lot to talk about. We're going to uh, just talk about some football, talk about some players, some headlines for uh, Week 12 and maybe going into Week 13. Uh, we have our stresses and impresses. Uh, we're going to bring in some DFS. Uh, it's Friday. Everyone's going into the weekend. We know DFS is now uh, is now one of the hot topics for, for Sundays. So we're going to bring in some of our lineups, too. Yeah, maybe we could win. Uh, maybe we could win our listeners some money. You know, yeah, that'd be nice. We uh, yeah. we love we love getting some uh, some commissions out of that. Yeah, we take <laughs> we take what sixty percent nowadays. Uh, at, uh, at least because yeah. our hit rates our hit rates fantastic. That's yeah. why we're bringing this into the show now. Um, no, no, but we have uh, yeah, like I said, we have a lot going on today. Uh, so it's gonna be gonna be Keenan and I, Bonnie and Clyde, Sonny and Cher, the Yin to my Yang. So it's gonna be a fun ride. Uh, how was your week, buddy? It was good. It was good. Uh, actually, it was really stressful at work. I'm not gonna lie, work's been kind of beat me up. So I'm, I was pretty excited about this show. Um, kind of get my uh, get my mind off work and back into football football mode. Um, what about you, buddy? Well, well, that's more of the reason for us to win uh, some DraftKings money. Hey, so you can stop having to work. Um, no, I uh, yeah, I had uh, an interesting week too. Um, it's just it's been yeah, I'd agree. It's been pretty tiring. Uh, getting into the dead of winter too starts when it starts getting dark at like five o'clock. Oh, just before I get out of work, I'm like, wow, this is yeah. it's just so depressing. Yeah. Um, but it, it's and then you know you're stuck in the house really because of the cold, and then we got COVID. So yeah. yeah, we're just we're getting into it, man. We're getting into the weeds. It was uh, nice to have that Wednesday afternoon game, I guess. I mean, you, you really couldn't watch it, but I because of work, but I, I watched it. So yeah, I was actually yeah. hoping Wednesday. So that, oh, that did, uh, yeah, that did want up want up working out for me. But you're right, generally no. And and then we got a doubleheader for Mondays this weekend or this week. And then we have a game on Tuesday. So COVID is really, really hitting us in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a lot of big players out in week 12 and we have another couple of players that uh, are on the fence or have returned from COVID like JK Dobbins, but uh, players like Josh Jacobs uh, are, are going to be out this week. So, you know, you have your your Devonte Booker's out there. You know, he had a good week last week. I know two weeks ago he had a lot of carries in, in one of their blowouts. It, was he a top priority for you this week? Regardless, you know, because we well we kind of knew Jacobs was on the fence with his injury. No, I kind of he was second or third on my list. Depends if if Cam Akers was available. I, Cam Akers was number one at, for me. Um, it just seems like Cam Akers is starting to get more touches there in LA. Um, and if they if for if they somehow you know let him let him get the ball more um, there, I think he's he's an RB one RB two there for for any for anyone in any league. But my second one was 
Benny Snell's. I I thought he's really really important, especially because he has showed that he can uh, carry a backfield when uh, Connors was out in the past. So with with him being out maybe multiple weeks, I went with him at number two. So. Yeah, especially they're playing the Jets. It was so mouthwatering yeah. for the Josh Jacobs owners, um, especially when you're looking for a big win this week. So hopefully you were able to grab Booker uh, at least earlier for your waivers on that. And uh, and I agree with a lot with what you were saying there, Keenan. Um, I just want to talk about him quick because that news did come out today. Uh, well, yesterday, rather. I know the episode yeah. is going to be out on Saturday. Uh, like I said, we are recording on Friday. But Kenny Galladay is going to miss another week with his hip as expected. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Alaire missed practice yesterday due to an illness. Did you go quickly and pick up Le'Veon Bell like I saw a lot of people do? No, I didn't. I I was too late. Um, I, I think I saw the news 20 minutes after it broke, and every league that Bell was available, he was gone. So <laughs> um, I wasn't lucky enough to see that. But uh, whoever did pick him up, if – if Clyde Edwards Hilaire is out for any for this week or or longer, depending what that illness is, man, Bell, he's he could be a league winner or get you or get you that important win this week to get you into the playoffs. Yeah, he definitely could be. Uh, I, I it doesn't sound like it's COVID. It it really did just sound like, like yeah. I think he might you know it truly was just sick. So yeah. I'm sure we'll hear more Saturday, and I'm sure he'll be he'll be in just fine. Uh, Daniel Jones is ruled out uh, for, you know, there's an uncertain timetable of what's going on with Daniel Jones. Who's the backup there? Ooh, I'm Cole not even McCoy? pause. Cole I, McCoy. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is, yeah, it is Cole McCoy. Um, <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> Daniel Jones hurt his hamstring. So uh, what's your what's your thoughts on Wayne Gallman, who's been doing really well with the heavy workload, probably will continue. What's I, going on with Wayne? I love him. I at least I loved him before this injury. At least, you know, with Daniel Jones, he can – I mean, we haven't seen Cole McCoy throw the ball in so long. With at least with Daniel Jones, at least you know he has that arm strength to, you know, throw numbers down the field – or throw the ball down the field, excuse me. So I, I, it'll be interesting what defenses do. Are they going to stack the box and get the – and stop the run game all, all together? Or – I mean, it could work either – it could work both ways. Goldman could get a bunch of receptions – you know, because Mc- Cole McCoy isn't throwing the ball to his wide receivers. So, um, but I'm starting him this week because I have no other option. So, fingers crossed. Who? Oh, Gallman. Yeah. 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 Well, what about what about the Giants? Well, he's playing Seattle this week. They're in Seattle. Um, I mean, you have to assume it's going to be a negative game script. They're probably going to be playing from behind. Yeah. But I mean, I, the Giants have had a underrated defense as of later, at least especially in the passing game. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about that game later, but I wanted to highlight how good they've been against the pass. Uh, the whole season, they've only allowed 300-yard receivers, two of which were Terry McLaurin and Cam Sims, so the Washington football team, so it was in the same game uh, just two weeks ago. The other one is CeeDee Lamb uh, earlier in the season. The other crazy stat to me, they've only allowed 12 wide receivers to top 50 yards. Or I'm sorry, just 12 pass catchers. Because on that list is Richard Rodgers uh, as well as um, – oh, no, Richard Rodgers was the only tight end, but he was on there twice. I'm sorry. Yeah. So two out of those games was him over 50 yards. So the rest were wide receivers. 
But, it, I mean, they're, they're doing really well against number ones. Uh, I think Tyler Lockett's going to have a good week. Um, like I said, we'll talk more about that game later. But focusing on Wayne Gallman, focusing on the Giants in general, do you like any of them anymore? Are you, are you done with any of them? Evan Ingram, I guess, having his big week? I'm scared. I'm not. I'm staying away from the Giants, Antonio. Yeah, I'm um, good with that too. Yeah, I. They they haven't done anything all year, so. We're, yeah, they're never on much of a radar. You're right. Um, okay. And Jones Jones is fighting for his life, and who knows what they're going to do next season with uh, one of the top picks. Um, but speaking of a top pick, Tua Tagovailoa is uh, going to be a game time decision. I am in the belief Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be starting. I had him as uh, as my stream. Uh, are you, how about you, Keenan? Who do you think is going to be playing his, uh, with Tua's thumb injury? I think it's Fitz. I, I don't think they take any chances with with Tua. Um, you know, especially because it's his throwing hand, right? Is that what they said? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's. I, I mean, as a Bills fan, start him. Let's. <laughs> maybe maybe you guys can maybe they can lose to Cincinnati if Tua isn't a hundred percent. But I mean, he struggled his last game where he was healthy before he got injured and they pulled him. So. Um, exactly. So start fits and make make sure the kid's healthy. Don't he's already battled enough the last year with that hip injury that he suffered in Alabama. Um, let's get through the season here for if if I'm a Miami fan with a healthy tool for the off season. So are you happy as a Devontae Parker owner if Fitzpatrick is playing because he had 14 targets over 100 yards last week? Well, Devontae Parker, he's one of my impresses this week. I really don't care who the starter is just because, I mean, Tua's been targeting Parker, but also with Fitzy in there, I think I think Parker takes that next – takes a level uh, – takes a higher level um, and becomes a, a closer to a wide receiver one there with Fitzy. So either way, you know, I'm starting Parker this week, especially against uh, Cincinnati. Yeah, I I 100% can back that. And and as as a Dolphins organization, like you're winning with Fitzpatrick, this shouldn't be that hard of a game for you. Yeah. Uh, you just keep playing Fitzpatrick. You don't want to hurt your your future season. You are doing well. You have a chance for the playoffs. And two is obviously going to be your starter when healthy. But let's be honest, give him the chance. Fitz, he should have never been pulled to start to start with. So. Uh, yeah, I don't think you're wrong, but I can understand why they did it. And that defense has been on fire, so they're going to keep going along with that. Uh, and Miles Gaskin is supposed to be returning. Potentially, uh, they they have not had a run game at all without him. So if he's returning, are, are you starting him? Yes. Yes, he's played very well this year. I think you, I think you can, you know, I think you're impressed with him. You Last year, you... You were a hater of him, and I told you he was going to turn the corner this year when I picked him up after Barkley went down, and I told him I was going to ride with him as an RB2. But, um, yeah, I, I've been impressed with him, and I think – I mean, did they say that um, Matt Burita was out too due to COVID? Yeah, everybody's out. So Yeah, Burita, yeah, they, yeah they, out. They got to start um, him. They, and if they do, you got to play him, especially once again he's playing the Bengals. Um, I can see Miami going up on the Bengals – if, I mean, if Joe Burrow was in there, it'd be a different story, I, I think. But um, I, I could see Miami being up by a couple scores and then just r- running the ball. Yeah, I he's got double-digit PPR points in every game but one. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think he's going to workload. Yeah. He really Never. has been. And Like I said to you, though, I, I didn't hate the guy last season. The problem Listen. was I had him on many dynasty leagues and yeah. then dropped him in the offseason. And then I picked him up. 
I picked them yeah. up. But uh, in our big league, in our WWE league, I was in second or first place before he went down. And uh, once he went down, I couldn't replace him, which is crazy. You know, I replaced Bar- Barkley, and then I can't replace, you know, um, the, a player that I picked up on free agency. So, uh, and then I went 0-3 or 0-4 without him in the lineup. So, wow. so I'm, I'm excited to get him back. <laughs> and I need to win this week. I'm in the last. I'm in the last playoff spot. I have uh, Dennis Buck on my uh, my coattail. There you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of somebody coming back, Josh Gordon got reinstated again. Again, fifth time for for the fifth time. So, <laughs> welcome back, uh, Josh Gordon. I think week sixteen, right? Yeah, that's what I heard, or that's what I read. Week sixteen. I, I mean, I'm not. Don't pick. Don't think that he's going to make a huge impact right away. I, I mean, look at Antonio Brown. Has he really made an impact um, in Tampa Bay with two top receivers there? Once again, he's not, in Seattle. He's not going to come in and replace Lockett or DK. So um, don't look to for Gordon to make a huge impact there. Well, yeah, and it's Week 16. Yeah, we're playing the Rams Championship yeah. Week. I mean, don't don't waste a roster spot. Yeah. Um, if you're in Dynasty. Somebody probably already had him. I'd I'd throw a third round pick in there. Yeah, you know, maybe 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 a fourth. I mean, I know nobody. Sorry, nobody's going to get up for that. But the third round pick is it, the reason why that's tough. Still, is because of how deep this class will be. Um, but I mean, I still might toss it for something that he could be in that that offense. Uh, uh, Julio Jones is really really frustrating owners the last few weeks. And it's also frustrating the Calvin Ridley owners because uh, he's obviously had a little bit of a negative track record when Julio's not playing. And Matt Ryan owners too. And Matt Ryan owners. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I lean towards the fact that Julio's going to play. Yeah. Uh, he's he's never sat two games in a row, um, you know, without being out a whole season. And you, and you saw him come back with that hammy in, injury in the middle of the game. Yeah, I think I think it was a fourth down play. He comes into the game, gets a first down, and has to get carried off the field. Um, <laughs> that's, yeah, priceless. That's Julio, though. Yeah, uh, but but you know, I think Calvin Ridley at least the last two weeks has put some of that to bed yeah. uh, with having ninety yards and then having fifty yards and a touchdown. Yeah, obviously not the Julio S. hundred eighty yard games, but uh, like I said, I think Julio is coming back. They're going to play New Orleans again. Are you firing up? Matt Ryan, Kevin Ridley, Julio Jones, Todd Gurley. Well, Todd Gurley, they said he might not play again. Um, oh, really? That, yeah, with that knee injury. Uh, it, that's a game-time decision. I think if you have Todd Gurley, I think you be careful with that. We all know how his knees have been, um, especially if you need need a win this week. don't. If you have a better option, stay away from Gurley. But, I mean, if – a Julio and a Calvin Ridley, you can't really sit them in the lineup. I don't care who you're playing, especially that New Orleans defense. It's going to be a shootout. Usually those games are. Um, see it, uh, Saints and Atlanta. So, um, but yeah, fire usually, them up. fire them up. But usually there's a different quarterback behind center when they're in those shootout games. And the last two games New Orleans has played with Taysom Hill behind center has looked a heck of a lot different. Is Taysom Hill playing defense? Ah, uh, he no, but. The way the defense is playing is because of the way the offense is playing. You True. know what I'm saying? Like the defense oh, is getting yeah. a lot – at least the last two games. I know it's been yeah. – um, I mean, it hasn't been the easiest of opponents, but I, I haven't been able to figure out how this game's going to play out just yet with how Atlanta just played um, last weekend. 
uh, against – oh, why am I blinking? Um, against Vegas when they put up over 40 points. Yeah. Uh, you know, we we saw we saw Washington football team. We saw Atlanta Falcons. We saw Houston Texans, Texans put up 40-plus points last week. So it, it just adds more to that – the oddness of, of the 2020 season. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's – and then we also saw – um, your boy, um, Hollywood Brown score a nice garbage touchdown. Yeah, yeah, he and he who threw him the ball? The kid from uh, Penn State. Yeah, McSorley Trace. Yeah. I, you know, it's funny. I remember um, when I was looking at the combine a few years ago, he actually was also uh, as a defensive back, or they asked him to to show up, I believe, as a defensive back for the combine, and he refused, and he's like, "I'm playing quarterback," and then. Baltimore scooped him up, and I mean, I mean uh, the way RG three played. Let's be honest; it's time for him to retire. Um, <laughs> hey, he had the longest run since his rookie season. What are you talking about? Yeah, but I mean, at one point he was like three for twelve. Oh, here we go. What was that? Yeah, was, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, but he was three for twelve at one point. Passing the ball now. You now now you lost the trip. My my. Uh, <laughs> well, let's just say it's, it's a good thing. He just went to IR. Lamar Jackson's coming back from COVID, so let's just say it's a good thing that's happening. Yeah, but back to RG three. It was kind of sad watching him out there. Not gonna lie. He I don't. Just, I mean, in the run game, he, he he did. He was able to do some things. You know, like I said, what was it? A fifty-one yard run or something? He had there. Yeah. Um, yeah. He. But the interception that he threw to. Uh, Who's our safety there? Oh, yeah. Was it Minka? No, it wasn't Minka. No. It, it was um, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But it was either a safety or cornering. He he jumped that route. He left his guy wide open and jumped that route to intercept it. And he literally stared that the wide oh, receiver down. It was so bad. I'm like, I think I sent sent a text message in one of our groups. You did. I was I yeah. I missed uh because I, I had I had the over on that game and and I was or. Yeah, I was pretty excited that they ran it back, but Dover didn't hit, obviously. So, yeah, yeah. I was going to put them in my DraftKings for my my captain, my showdown for my uh, one and a half points, and I was I was upset and I didn't want to put them in there. I put our G three as my captain. Didn't work oh, out. Oh wow! Okay, there you go. Didn't work out, but <laughs> well, well, that brings us uh, actually a good route. We're going to talk about our DraftKings segment in a moment. We're going to jump right into. We can that. talk about that now. Yeah, we could definitely talk about. It. Well, I, I also want to talk about, uh, you know, everybody. Make sure you're following us on Twitter. Uh, you can find us at Dynasty Mafia underscore FF. Uh, make sure you're following myself at Antonio Denisi FF. Uh, you can follow Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six, and make sure to follow Eric at Eric D seven one six. Oh, geez, I bl- why am why did I blank on Eric's handle? <laughs> I'll. Uh, I'll double check on that too, but um, YouTube as well. Uh, make sure you're checking us out on youtube.com uh, slash dynasty mafia podcast. And Eric D underscore FF is where you can follow wow. him. He's going to be really upset when you're <laughs> Yeah, I was meshing you and him. But this is why I have the names on the screen so that yeah. uh, I can 
repeat that as I'm going through it all. But of course, that's not the yeah. case. Uh, but watching on YouTube, make sure you are uh, like subscribing and sharing and uh, giving us any five star reviews on any place you're listening to us. Four, four. We'll take four. I'll, I, I'll take four. I mean, I'll take three. Three's better than half. But uh, yeah. uh, any feedback's always welcome. And uh, make sure you're checking out the website dynasty mafia podcast dot network got some good stuff going for you there as we are also adding a new member yes to we our are crew uh for our returning listeners you probably heard uh jeremy popolars uh was on as our guest last week and uh at popes ffh fhh man i'm really struggling today with the twitter handles popes fantasy football hour uh ffh yeah uh but or he's football. gonna be or football minute, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's gonna join us as well. Uh, help help with our content. Uh, so yeah. we're excited for that. So we are now be a big off season this year. Yeah, there's gonna be a really really big off season. Uh, so let's talk. Let's talk DFS. Yeah. Why don't you go right. first? What do you got? I would love to. So this one was kind of tough for me, and uh, obviously we're, we're talking tournaments, of course, and I. I really wanted to go big with with the quarterback options when I was looking. Um, you know, this season, as we obviously know, the quarterbacks have been carrying everybody. But I really didn't like a lot of the matchups. You know, yeah. Kyler's got the Rams. Russell Wilson's got the Giants. We just talked about how they've been doing. Uh, Herbert's going to have uh, the Patriots. And Rodgers has Philly, who's also been doing well against the pass. So the top-line quarterbacks, I don't know if anyone's going to have an, an amazing four-touchdown week, but I went with Jared Goff. He's down there at 5,800. He's pretty cheap. Um, so Jared Goff's my quarterback for my two running backs. Well, I probably should read it. It's a, it's a quarterback, two running back, three wide receiver, a tight end flex, and defense on DraftKings. So I went with uh, Miles Sanders and David Montgomery. He's my running backs. Both have great matchups. Definitely going to talk about both of them a little bit later. Uh, but they're somewhat on the medium scale. Uh, Miles Sanders, at least, and the David Montgomery is on a pretty low scale, 5500 bucks. I love that value. Um, I'm sure they're going to try to ride him against Detroit. And then uh, I talked about DK maybe struggling this week. So Tyrell Lockett's my top wide receiver. Uh, I have Justin Jefferson in there with uh, Adam Thielen coming back from COVID. I think they're going to take care of Jacksonville. And then Kiki QT. Uh, He's been eating. Know, He's gonna. He's been eating. He's going to yeah. start eating now that you know. I want. I was excited to talk about how healthy Will Fuller's been all yeah. season and and how great and how much I regretted not investing into him this year. But you know, just got hit with that six game suspension for PEDs. This so, might be the time to invest in them, though, in the dynasty league. Yes, exactly. They did. They did come out today and say that they were going to resign him. Um. So. Yeah, they have to. He's yeah, he's so, so good and. Um, I, I think he's kind of taken off some of the injury prone for the people who who like that tag. Um, he's taken that off a little bit. You don't like Wilson. You don't like Wilson against the Giants too, right? You said because that Giants defense. I, I just I I I don't think he's going to have that three or four touchdown week, especially for DFS. Okay. Um, you know, just just yeah. kind of similar to how uh, it's just as of late, he he just hasn't been playing the same. That, that we've been expecting forever. I mean, he's still the third quarterback overall, but uh, the last three weeks he's only had uh, just under 12, 20, and then over 14 points. So Yeah, he did this last year too. He did, and if you look at it, it's actually his toughest stretch of quarterback defenses yeah. of the season, and he's doing the worst. So it's going to lighten up after the Giants. He'll get the Jets, and then the football team won't be 
too hard, I think. They're, they're oh. also good. NFC East, man. Yeah, and then they got the Rams, too, their championship week. So, Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, but I'll end up here. So I got Robert Tunyon as my tight end. Went really, really low with that. Uh, you know, we talked last week a tight or a touchdown, or we talk a little later. A touchdown usually gets you uh, tight end one potential. And then Austin Eckler in the flex, who's getting a lot of catches, eleven receptions now in the last two games he's played. And uh, the Raiders at the Jets for my defense. Yeah, I like that a lot. Hopefully, yeah, you, gonna... hopefully you win. Uh, you win some money there. Yeah, let me run through that real quick one more time. So Jared Goff, Miles Sanders, David Montgomery, Tyler Lockett, Justin Jefferson, Kiki QT, Robert Tunyon, Austin Eckler, and the Raiders defense. Yeah, I, uh, when I looked at the quarterback position, I kind of thought the same thing. I didn't know. I usually like to put a Murray there or a, or a uh, Russell Wilson or Allen, but not this week. I, I went with Ryan Tannehill. He's been up and down this year. Um, but he's playing those Browns and they're ranked 23rd against quarterbacks this year. So, um, I mean, Tannehill usually gets those two to two to three touchdowns a game. So he's got a pretty good team there around him. Uh, Delvin cook is my running back against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's 27th ranked against the, against running backs. Then I went with Austin Eckler, a little bit of a, uh, gamble there playing new England, but, um, I think Herbert play, playing a Bill Belichick defense, and we know how Bill Belichick is against rookie quarterbacks. I think he's going to count on Eckler with those little dump-down passes. And he did this past week where Eckler against the Bills felt like he touched the ball every play. Because Trey uh, shut down a wide receiver just like I think it, Gilmore might do. Yeah, so, yeah, he. I think, I think, I think Eckler eats again. Um, Brandon Cooks is one of my running back – or wide receivers, excuse me. I think he's that wide receiver one there in in uh, Houston for rest of the season with Fuller being suspended. Um, Darnell Mooney, uh, he is hasn't really been Darnell Mooney that we that we saw in the beginning of the season, but I think against Detroit, um, and I think I think that uh, who's their quarterback? Not Foles. Who's playing this week? Uh, Trubisky, he had, he's really good against Detroit for some reason his whole career. So I think they have a really good game there. Uh, Rod, and then at wide receiver, I have both, I have both uh, L.A. wide receivers, actually. At Flex, I have Cooper Cup and I have Robert Woods. I think if they have a really good game, both of them, you know, look what they did a couple weeks ago. One had 10 and one had 12 receptions. And my tight end is Robert Tunyon as well. We talked about how Philly struggles covering tight ends. And Tunyon has had a couple big games with a couple touchdowns last couple of games. So watch watch for him to keep that going. And my uh, defense is the Detroit Lions. I can't, let me scroll down. Who are they playing? They're playing. Oh, they're playing the Bears. So the Bears. So and we know how Trubisky is. Even though he, even though I just said that he plays well against Detroit, but look what he did this past week. Um, he plays fantasy yeah. well. Yeah, he plays fantasy well. He just, but he, you're, you're almost guaranteed a pick six or a fumble recovery for for a touchdown. He, I don't know. He just hasn't learned, I guess, over the last couple of years. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I'm hoping they're going to lean on uh, Montgomery a little bit more. Hey, how about that game though by him? 
I know. What a great game. Yeah. He he's starting. I'm kick, kicking myself for you're kicking yourself for not getting fuller. I'm kicking myself for not believing in Montgomery. I kind of forgot about him though uh, when the season started. I was like, ah, whatever. It's they have Cohen. They have Cohen there or whatever. You know, they'll be splitting carries. But man, if you got him, you you got yourself a top running back, and you didn't have to invest a lot in him. Yeah, I was talking about him earlier this season for all of our listeners uh, who who listened to me earlier, and I mentioned make sure you grab him because of that great schedule. And I was been tweeting about him, and I never traded for him in any of the leagues. Um, it just didn't kind of work, but I never. Um, I never traded him away. So, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter for me anyway. I'm not making any playoffs for the most part. <laughs> it was a rough redrafts. year for you, man. Rough yeah, re- year. Re- redrafts were, were just tough, man. But, what are we going to yeah, do after uh, a season? It's time to regroup, huh? Time to regroup and just pay attention to the dynasty, my first love. Yeah. Um, but uh, Montgomery, he's got Detroit, Houston, Minnesota, and Jacksonville to end the year. That's the first, third, 17th, and fifth most points allowed at the position. He just had Green Bay, like Keenan said, who gives up the second most points, and he put up 25.3 points. So Montgomery is uh, is going to do really well to end the year. Who's their backup right now? Ryan you know? Nall. Uh, they rotated between him and, like, Lamar Miller. Jesus. Um, but uh, so – Let's talk about a couple of running backs, Keenan. All right. Yeah. Um, well, actually, why don't you finish re reread your DraftKings lineup for everyone? Just run that down. Uh, let's see here. Uh, did I exit out of it? <laughs> That's all right. You can. Exit oh no, out. I got it right here. I'm sorry. It's it's behind a couple tabs here. Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Dolphin Cook, Austin Eckler at running back. Brandon Cooks, uh, uh, Mooney Woods. At wide receiver, Robert Tunyon at tight end, Cooper Cup at flex, and the Detroit Lions defense at defense. I really like those both. I think we'll tweet that out and see if we can get some votes to see what people I, think. You know, you know what's going to happen? All these, all these DFF lineup, they look great on paper. Every time I put them, up, put them in, I'm like, I got to win a couple bucks on this lineup, and I always end up not doing too hot. <laughs> yeah, I, I have not been any like I haven't been in the middle this year with DFS. I've either been hitting or I've been missing. Yeah, uh, I think I won, last, a, I won a couple, but nothing big. Yeah, last week I think I won like 150 this year. That was like the most. But the big, um, or not the big one, but last last week I came in like 946th out of 60,000. So that was that was cool. Yeah, um, let me tell you a story. When um, before New York State banned a daily fantasy, and then. It was obviously legal, and then they banned it. But before they banned it, um, I played my first lineup ever. I was like, oh, I'll throw it in there, whatever. Won 700 bucks on the first shot. Wow. I'm like, yo, this is easy. I think I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> this is easy. Let's do it every week. And I haven't hit since. But yeah. <laughs> but uh, I, I'm still up, you know, a couple, you know, two, three bucks maybe now. <laughs> but uh, I'm still up. Oh, man. All right. All right, so DFS is done. Uh, I wanna, I wanna move. I think I like that. I think we're gonna definitely adapt that uh, into some future especially during the playoffs. Yeah, especially during the playoffs. Yeah. So, you know, that's what we look forward to. People like myself who aren't making the playoffs. Well, no, I'm talking about I'm talking about NFL playoffs too, where, where there's no. Oh yeah. You know, I, you know, first couple weeks, the first three weeks, there's you know multiple games each week, so um, it's it's worth a shot if you have a couple bucks to spend. Very true. Uh, all right, so let, let's slide over to to a new segment. Uh, we're going to call this uh, Trend or End. 
So we're just gonna gonna go over a couple comments here, uh, statements, and kind of just get some feelers for it. So the first one I want to start out with is Josh Allen good without John Brown? Uh, he, he threw just just twenty four times last week. Uh, it was a win against the Chargers. Uh, it seemed like they did want to control the game more uh, on the ground. I think they had like twenty four rushes in the first half, or thirteen rushes and thirteen passes. I'm sorry, twenty six plays in the first half. Uh, and then they came out in the second half, and they only threw it 11 more times. So they were controlling uh, the game, but without John Brown this season, Josh Allen has not been performing well. Uh, hasn't had higher than a 23-point game without him. So what do you think? I think he'll be fine. I, this past game, if you know, it's easy to say that he struggled if you just look at the numbers. But if you actually watch the whole game, like you just mentioned, they they ran the ball 24 times. When they don't, when they run the ball. When they throw the ball a lot more than than when they throw the ball a lot more than they run the ball, Allen plays really well. Um, it was just a game script, um, trying trying to keep that. At least everyone knows the Chargers have a great you know pass um, defense, especially with Bosa. So I guess it was just trying to you know trying to make sure that Allen didn't get hurt, which he ended up getting hurt. He rolled his ankle, um, so. I think even after that, they ran the ball more than they wanted to just to keep him, you know, healthy. But I think he'll be fine. I don't think they still have such great wide receivers when Beasley digs in, in that young court running back, running wide receiver struggling over here. Um, Gabriel, Davis. Gabriel Davis, yeah. They do. Um, and I, I misspoke. He has one game above uh, 20 points. Sorry. But the uh, there's four of, the, four of those five games, though, he has 18 and a half or less. And Who did he play though? The Titans, the Titans. So Titans Chiefs, Chiefs, Jets, yeah. and the Chargers last week. Yeah. But but against wide receivers, they're all good matchups. So yeah. yes, you're right. I mean, he stretches the field. That's what John Brown's there for. Um, but I I think I think perhaps, you know, I have to look a little more into this, but perhaps they were running the ball a little more controlling the clock a little more in those games because those were high power offenses. Yeah. Um, well, Tennessee, they know they got ahead real quick. Um, and then Tennessee kind of fought them their way back. Um, and then uh, the Chiefs were the, the same the way. Chiefs so game was pouring out. It's this that's true. Yeah, bad weather. And then also the, the the Jets game. McDermott and the coaching staff came out. That was that was our game plan: run the ball, run the ball, run the ball. Um, it, as a Josh Allen supporter and fan, I always want them to throw the ball and make him look good for the national media. But if you sit down and watch those four games, I think it was it was a lot of game plan behind it. It had nothing to do really. With the coaching staff not trusting Allen or or Allen struggling those games, because I think I think he's played he's played pretty well this season. And the only game I I probably say he played really bad was the, that Titans game, but he still played all right. Yeah, and that's uh you know that's the worry with the schedule coming up is at San Francisco on Monday night, then home to Pittsburgh at Denver, and then at New England and the season. So you hope they can get it together. Uh, you hope uh, that John Brown. It's a tough schedule. It it is a tough schedule, um, yeah. but you know you hope that with with John Brown, I I R now missing at least two more games. Um, one more, they, right? Or one more? Sorry, no, the two no games. two more, two more, yeah, two, more two, two more. So one more game for that. So uh, yeah, I I agree. I think I'm on the side of you know you got to play your digs, you got to play your Josh Allen, but uh, that's probably it. Yeah. Um, so all right. We were talking uh, in the beginning of the show about Kyler Murray finally being human, having his worst game of the season uh, last week against New England. 
after having his second worst game of the season two weeks ago against Seattle. Is it time to worry about Blueprint. Blueprint's out. We talked about Lamar. Blueprint's out. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, with Murray, I, I don't know if that – I mean, we talked about it here in Buffalo when Allen suffered a uh, shoulder injury against – doesn't matter who, but um, we're, we're all – yeah, we we're all worried about it, and you know, and he struggled a couple games. They're like, all right, maybe it's a shoulder or whatever. But I mean, if it's if it's the same injury as Sam Darnold has, but in the opposite opposite um, his non throwing hand, I guess arm, I would still be worried, just because well, he's running. Yeah, that too. I mean, I, I I would be really concerned. I watch him this week, see see how he see how he performs, but those shoulder injuries are really concerning when it comes to running backs or what quarterbacks. Jesus. But quarterbacks that run too. I mean, that's yeah. basically what you're saying. I mean, he had his lowest second lowest passing yards of the season last week and he had his tied for lowest amount of rushes and second lowest third lowest rush yards. So yeah. Belichick but, has a lot to do with that too. So Belichick does. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Cause I'm wondering though, is it Belichick or was it also the defense? Because these next five games, including New England that he just had, none of them are, worse than 12th against the pass uh, against fantasy against quarterbacks. I'm sorry. So he's got a very, very tough schedule to end the year. And yeah, if he's not going to run and the throwing won't be, you know, three touchdown games, you're going to see a little bit more. The guy you've been having all season, the guy who was the quarterback one for all season is he could really hurt you. Yeah. I think that's, that's a huge red, red flag there for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a little scary to think about. So, I mean, you're hoping he he gets it together, but if they're going to lean on Kenyon Drake like they've been, and it's it's going to be a different story. Um, all right, so do we have a broken promise from Michael Thomas? What do you mean? You know, you've had managers who drafted him this year, and they've they've held out hope after week one when he got injured so soon. Hold on hope all season that he's going to come back. He comes back, then he gets suspended. Then he comes back. Then he gets injured again. Then he comes back and Jesus. Taysom Hill is in. I mean, how many broken promises have we gotten from this guy this year? And I'm wondering, are we going to see it anymore? Like, are we done with him for this season? Has Taysom Hill ruined him and uh, and Elvin Kamara? And before you tell me how is he ruined, he's gotten 18 targets in the last two weeks. Well. Nine catches for 104 yards may sound like a great game to wide receivers, but that's you know just over 10 yards a catch for Michael Thomas, and he's not doing that well. And he only had six targets last week against Denver. What the hell, Keenan? Oh man, oh man, oh man. Yes, 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 yes. He's definitely. I wish I would have traded him to you when you asked me to trade him to you in like week three. Um, yeah, I uh, is Breeze coming back next week? Is that the rumor? No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think he might. Well, it could be the rumor. I I haven't looked too far into that one. Let me. I'll bet that while you're while you're asking. Yeah, I. I mean, if, IR eligible wise, yes, he's able yeah. to come back. But I don't know injury wise if he is. Yeah. So I, you got to play him no matter what, right? If he, as long as he's healthy and in and in the lineup, you got to. You can't bench Michael Thomas, can you? Yeah, you 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 can't bench him. You definitely can't. And I mean, obviously, he's playing Atlanta this week. You're hoping for a really great game. But if New Orleans decides that they're just going to run the ball with Taysom Hill and Latavius Murray, then that's going to be a problem. Yeah. 
it's going to be a big problem. That's where you're going to get your six target Michael Thomas. And the guy you're hoping is your wide receiver one is going to wind up being your flex. <laughs> so it, it's unfortunate, but um, he did have a good game. His first game or a case, case, case. What's what's the quarterback's name? Hill. Taysom, yeah. Yeah, Taysom Hill. I don't know why I wanted to say Kaysom Hill or uh, whatever, but um, he did, but he too. had a really good game and he made Hill look really good. Some yes. of the throws that Hill threw to Michael Thomas, I was like, "Ooh, well, good thing you're th- you're throwing to Michael Thomas because if you were throwing that to me, it'd be in in your end zone for six. Um, well, that's why I'm in my basement and Michael Thomas <laughs> on the football field. But he did make Hill look really good, and they did target him, which is a great sign. So, yeah, they they did, and that way you oh. got like twelve of the twenty three targets. Would you say? But you know, they did target. Thomas, but they didn't target Kamara. I'd be more worried about Kamara than Thomas. Yeah, three targets in the last two games for a total yeah. negative two yards. Yikes. Yikes. It's like Latavius Murray out-touched him with the two touchdowns in the 100-plus yards. Uh, he was my stress last week. I really didn't want it. I, I said I didn't want it, but you just you can kind of see the writing on the walls. It's yeah. it's 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 unfortunate. Um, but I don't know – same thing, Michael Thomas, that we just said with Alvin, same thing with Alvin Kamara. We said with Thomas, you have to start him if you have him. You can't sit him. Um, it's it's just really painful. And and yeah, I'm glad you didn't trade me, Michael Thomas. I tried in every single league I was in to get Michael Thomas, and I was turned down by so many people. I wasn't overpaying for him, and I'm really glad I didn't. <laughs> I traded Thomas for Terry Kill in the league. That's turned out really wow, really well for me. So. That's a great segue too, because I want to talk about Tyreek Hill and his first twenty-five minutes of the game. Keenan, like the guy, just was it two hundred and fifteen yards and three touchdowns? Yeah, well, I'm gonna need him to do that again this week. That'd be nice. Um, I'm playing Alex Coloza. Shout out to Alex, and I don't want to be Pizza Boy. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, between you and I, yeah. So, um. But yeah, I didn't really get. I didn't get to watch that game live. I saw the highlights. What the hell? <laughs> Can I just say that? Like, did they want to play? Did they want to cover cover one of the best wide receivers in the league? Or uh, they had, or or was he just having one of those games where no matter what you did, he was going to get an open? Uh, it was a combination of both. Um, it, it really was just. It was a combination of both. He he had a seventy five yard touchdown um, right in the beginning. And then he had uh, a 44-yard touchdown right after, like literally the drive right after that. Uh, then they fumbled, then they had a field goal, and then the second quarter he came in. That was on the first quarter, by the way. The second quarter he came what? in. Yeah, that was on the first quarter. And the second quarter he had like a 20-yard 20, 20 touchdown. Just think about it. If you had um, you know, a great player who performed really good in the first, the, the, four, the 1 o'clock games, um, trying to think. Who had a good game in general? In general, just who had a really good game in the one o'clock games? Oh, Will Fuller had a great game. Oh, Henry. Think about if you had Henry. Derrick Henry. Yeah, think about if you had Derrick Henry in the one o'clock. You're sitting there. Four o'clock games are about to start. You're looking pretty. You're like, all right, I think I got it. And then your opponent has Tyreek Hill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Justin Jefferson. Let's say you had him too. Yeah, I was looking at Thanksgiving games. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, that's actually what happened to me in a few leagues. I I didn't have Derrick Henry, but I had. Uh, I had Justin Jefferson. I had Will Fuller. Uh, I was doing really well. And then, yeah, Tyreek Hill and Darren Waller. You know, Eric had to play uh, 
had to play me this past week, and I had Henry and Hill. I put up a 200 bomber on on him. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was nice to see the scoring come back in. Uh, and you know, Aaron Rodgers had four touchdowns. Uh, they had four first half touchdowns for the second straight game. Yeah, they uh, they're on fire. They 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 had twenty seven points in the first half. I thought that game was going to be a lot closer. Uh, I thought it would be closer a little longer than it was. It was over uh, in the first quarter. I mean, yeah, it was it was done real quick. Um, you think uh, they fired our coach? <clears throat> Think they restart? Uh, I think they're gonna have to. Yeah, I think they're gonna have to. If not, but, someone's got to. And I don't think it's gonna be. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be the GM. Yeah. So I don't want to go off on tangent here and off fancy football, but it's a lot easier to fire your coach and and get rid of your quarterback if you're the Bears. Where if you're the Eagles, you're kind of screwed because you have that big once contract and and your coach just won a Super Bowl. So you're going to have to fire a coach if you want to do anything because you yeah. can't just get her one, get rid of once. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I wonder well, what they're going to do. Yeah, it's I would it's it's a lot of teams. It's going to be a lot of question marks with how good uh, this potential class is going to be. So I can't wait to dive into that into the off season. Uh, so talking about Tyreek Hill, who's your number one wide receiver in the league right now? Tyreek Hill. Is it? Yeah. I still think I. Uh, you talking about? Are you talking about like dynasty, or are you just talking no, about? Just, in general, like who is your number one? Tyree Kill. I, I've said it, you know, a couple weeks ago when you were worried about him. That offense is just so explosive, and yeah, he might not he might not get the receptions one week, but he's gonna he's almost guaranteed. A, he is almost he is guaranteed a touchdown a game, pretty much. He's, uh, that's what he's, he's over that now. Yeah, he's over yeah. that average um, now that he's been doing well, it. Well, I think he's actually scored a touchdown every game besides one this this year. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. So that sounds about right, and that's what you need. You need a touchdown, a couple receptions. You're looking at a 15 point game, and that's usually, you know. Yeah, I think I still have to go with Devontae Adams just because of the higher targets. Um, but it's so yeah. close. It really is so close. Um, and we know what Eric would go Adams as well. He's a big yeah Adams fan, so. Yeah, I wish I bought more of him last season. Um, all right, so how about what about some of these running backs? What about oh, Cam yeah, Akers? There we go. How about Cam Akers? Yeah, yeah, how about that one? Is he is he ready to break out? Um, is is Cam Akers going to be a trend? He had a sixty-one yard run in the third quarter. Didn't really have much before that, but then got uh, almost all the carries the rest of the game. Uh, had a touchdown the week before. I mean, is it time? It was time week one, but <laughs> that's for sure. But um, yeah, it's time. Come on, I mean he's clearly the most talented running back they got, both pass catching and running. You you spent a high draft pick to get him. What's holding you back? Yeah, I don't. I'm not. I don't get it. He had the passing, uh, the passing uh, receiving touchdown two weeks ago, unlimited carries. But then, like I said last week, had the sixty. Um, had the 61 yard run, so he, he only had 23 yards on eight carries after that. But yeah. again, got the touchdown. I mean, it's what they need. They still lost the game, but he was in, yeah. and that's what matters to me. So they get to play Arizona, New England, the Jets, and Seattle. Uh, they're going to want to control it, like you said. They, they like to run the ball a lot. They're one of the heaviest in the league, so they're going to want to keep doing that. Surprisingly, I looked at 
you know, all, all my Yahoo leagues, and he, he wasn't available in in almost any league besides besides two of them. So, yeah, he's only forty two percent owned in Yahoo, but you're right, all, all of my leagues too. He wasn't there. I almost yeah. used him as my uh, as my stream this week. Um, speaking of which, if you want to check out our stream, our stream both, um, I think we're gonna get those just in a few minutes. So we'll get to our streams uh, in a moment. Um, but yeah, Cam. Cam's going to be a good one, I think. I think you should definitely be adding him or trying to trade for him if your deadline didn't go up just yet. Um, all right. Why don't, you, why don't you talk about Ronald Jones here for a little bit? I think Ronald Jones is a good one we should talk about. Uh, I think he's a good Can you trust Bruce Arians? Uh, so, so Bruce Arians said that Ronald Jones needs to get 20, 20 touches a week. Um, and we I wish I was how... – Sorry to interrupt you. I wish I was in that room when he said that. I'm... Yeah. Bruce, what? Who's stopping you? What's stopping you? You're the coach. Yeah, you're calling you're the plays, man. Like I don't understand. But yeah. do you agree though that Ronald Jones is the back there? Like, like, is there a chance that you could see Fournette supplanting him at least in this playoff run? Oh, I dropped him. Yeah, hey, I'm done with Fournette. I I held on to him, you know, this whole time thinking that I'm one fumble away from him in an RB one and. Even when Fournette is in there, he's dropping passes from Brady. He's not hitting the holes. I don't know what's going on with him. Especially last year, he had such a great year in, in Jacksonville. And then even besides that one game where I actually played you that week and beat you because um, Ronald Jones fumbled, and he, I was like, all right, here we go. You know, Fournette's getting the touches. He's getting the receptions. But he hasn't shown anything, really, in that offense. Yeah. Could you imagine if – how Jones would be doing if they hadn't signed Fournette? Like he's got, he's he's very close to a thousand total yards, and he's got six touchdowns. And this is with Fournette splitting carries with him for almost what five weeks now, six weeks now. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I just I wish we could have seen a world where Ronald Jones maybe had gotten full workload the last five six weeks because three weeks ago we saw him. Well, two weeks ago we saw him get you know the hundred ninety two. Uh, 192 yards, rushing yards on his, you know, 25 total touches. But then he comes back the following week to get 10 for 24. You know, yeah. you can't you can't rely on that. So, yeah. I, what is he to you the rest of the season? Is he an RB two, a flex? He's a two. He's got to be. I mean, if they, their coach is saying he needs 20 touches a game, I'm expecting him to get 20 touches a game the rest of the year. Yeah, and it, it, you can't say that and then be, and then come back and you know give them four carries and three receptions and three targets yeah i i just i hope they just, they keep giving them the ball i think they're going to need to um they're scheduled the next week or so well they have a bye this week so you have to start relying to them on the playoffs or is this is this a late buy did it usually have week 13 buys I think it's usually the last week. If it's not week twelve, I think it might have been week twelve because of Thanksgiving. That maybe they didn't. Um, but I, know there was no I, I don't remember week. ever having, you know, yeah, had, right had deal buys. yeah, I never remember dealing with buys that because I because I'm in a league where I need to win to make the playoffs and I'm I'm having a buy issue. Yeah, there, but I don't know. It's that's true. It's weird. Um. One last thing, uh, trying to end here, Deshaun Watson. So we we mentioned Will Fuller, who's out with PEDs. He's got Brandon Cooks. He's got Kiki QT. Uh, Deshaun Watson's kind of been coming into his own lately. Is is he going to continue to be a top five quarterback like he's been? 
Who's this? What's the schedule look like? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Well, so Houston has. Uh, they have Indianapolis this week, uh, which would be a little test for him. But uh, then he's at Chicago, at Indy again, and then home to Cincinnati. But the last two weeks, the last four weeks, rather, he's had at least. Uh, wow, actually, now that I'm looking at it, uh, since week five, he's had at least 26 plus points yeah. in four points per touchdown. Yeah, really and, good, and 60 in the last. Yeah. 70 in the last two weeks. So 300 plus yards and six total touchdowns, seven imagine, total touchdowns. Imagine if he had a, a Hopkins there. Yeah, that'd be real weird if he yeah. had a nice yeah, like a wide receiver. Yeah. Or a number two that didn't get suspended. But um <laughs> yeah, yeah I think I think we're seeing Deshaun Watson take that next step. I really do. I wasn't a big fan coming out him coming out of college out of Clemson there. I didn't think I don't know what it is with running style quarterbacks. I'm not a big fan. I wasn't a big fan of Allen um, early on in his career, but Watson, Allen, Murray have all grown on me. Um, I guess it might be just the style of football that we're seeing now, and and teams are it's not that pocket passer anymore. But I think Watson, he's really he's really good, even without even without a Hopkins or or. Um, his other wide receiver that just got suspended. I can't think of his name for, for the love of God. Will uh, yeah, Will Fuller, Notre Dame product. Um, speaking of my Irish, our our Irish. Our Irish yeah. yeah, they're uh, number two in the country. But um, yeah, I think he'll be fine. I think, you, especially because that that team falls behind in most games, and you'll need Deshaun Watson to make plays to keep you keep your team in the game. Yeah, and I think Brandon Cooks is going to fill those shoes of Will Fuller. Uh, you know, in, since Bill O'Brien was fired after week four, uh, he was at least going into week 12. He was 10th in catches, 8th in yards, and 11th in PPR points. So he's oh, average. Way to, way to take my notes from uh, my impress for this week. Oh, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're going to talk about him. Uh, that's for sure. But uh, so – Let's actually just slide right into our stresses and impresses, Keenan. Why don't why don't you get us started with your impresses? We'll do we'll have these uh, to close out our show. Well, we talked about all three players so far. Um, uh, yeah, we definitely talked about a lot of players already. that yeah. are going to be yeah. coming up. Yeah, well, my first one's David M- Montgomery versus Detroit. Um, like we said, it was great for him to see him break out this past week against a very very bad uh, Green Bay pat- run defense. I expect that to carry over this week. Uh, he's playing Detroit, who allows the most fancy points for opposing running backs. Uh, fifth in rushing yards allowed in the NFL with over almost 1,500 yards. Um, they allowed, you know, 14 rushing touchdowns and 21 total um, touchdowns to running backs this season. And so I, I see David Montgomery having a really good week against Detroit. Second one, we just talked about him, Brandon Cooks. I expect him to be that number one wide receiver now. Um, there in Houston because of Will Fuller being suspended. And we forgot to mention Kenny Stills uh, was was released after the Thursday night game. Um, but the Col- Colts defense, I think they're a little overrated. They've struggled against, against the pass, and they've struggled against you know the other team's wide receiver one. Devontae Adams in Week 11 and A.J. Brown in Week 12 had at least 98 yards receiving and a touchdown. And at least 19 PPR points. So I see that trend continuing with Cooks. Uh, my last one is Devontae Parker versus Cincinnati. We talked about, you know, who, 
with that quarterback issue, is Tua playing, is Fitzy playing, doesn't matter. I think Devontae Parker has a great game against that very, very um, suspect uh, Bengals um, pass defense who has allowed nine receivers to score at least 12 PPR points in their last five games. So they're almost letting two two uh, wide receivers get double-digit PPR points per game for the last five games. So I see I see Devontae Parker having a great week against the Bengals. Yeah, he was going to be using uh, one of my impresses as well. I uh, like I said, I had Fitz as my stream, so pretty yeah. pretty happy with the Dolphins. I think we're going to be this week. Uh, so let me move over to my impresses. Uh, it is my guy, my man, Justin Jefferson, coming off his two touchdown week without Adam Thielen. Uh, now that Adam Thielen's coming back, they are playing the Jacksonville Jaguars, who just got torched by Jarvis Landry. My man looked like the superstar elite player out there having eight catches for 143 yards and a touchdown. So I think Justin Jefferson is going to eat. Uh, Adam mm-hmm. Thielen, yeah, he's, he's going to have a good game. He's um, the best uh, rookie um, player this year, hands down. Uh, yeah, I think uh, besides James Robinson, I think he's the best, second best he's- rookie of all position. I think he's number one. I think he's number one. I really do. Yeah, I I will definitely respect that because you know I love him. So uh, I, I'm so excited for him, and, and he's gonna have a taste of blood, taste for blood this week. Uh, second is going to be another rookie wide receiver, Chase Claypool, against the Washington Football Team. Uh, Washington has proved to have a really good pass defense, but Pittsburgh having three top wide receivers like they do, plus you have a James Washington in there. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to be able to be contained. Uh, we saw Claypool getting targeted heavily in the end zone by Roethlisberger last week. We saw him getting the touchdowns as he's been all season, um, as he just added another one, or as he added three in the last three weeks. Uh, but he's had at least 50-plus yards, and like I said, he's he's going to get the touchdowns. Uh, he's got eight on the season. He's bound to get some more, and with Washington being tough against the pass, I think Ben Roethlisberger is going to rely on his number three wide receiver, Chase Claypool. My final impress is going to be Miles Sanders at Green Bay, another one of my guys, another player that I've been hoping uh, all season can finally pull it together and, and really have that breakout. Uh, we haven't seen it. We Well, we haven't seen it fully. I mean, he's – He's had a great long touchdown run back in week five, but really nothing since. Um, now he gets a Green Bay defense who's second worst against the run uh, for, for fantasy points. Uh, so I think that that he's going to be able to come back and do really well. I think he rides on Carson Wentz's shoulders. Uh, negative game scripts have not been too well for him, but uh, with Green Bay, he's going to be involved in the passing game. Uh, Carson Wentz, I think, is going to be on fire and going to want to try to beat Green Bay. They are still in contention for the playoffs. Uh, they're traveling up there. I think it's going to be a big game for Carson Wentz. I want them to fire their coach so bad. Now no, that they're I, not going to fire Peter. Now that I, I ju- it, they just don't use Sanders the, the right way. He should be used like Alvin Kamara. Uh, and, he definitely and, should get him. And more. it would help their quarterback situation out. And so, it would help the rookie and young wide receiver core that they have. And it would help their tight ends that are that are great at blocking, both of them, Goddard and Ertz. He definitely should get more in the pass. Uh, he, he is getting used somewhat, not as much as he was last year. He's getting 20-plus touches to our last three weeks, though. Um, but I don't. I agree with you, of course. I, I think they do need to feed the ball. I think he's one of the most talented running backs in the league. Um, but, you know, Philly has only allowed one passing touchdown in the last four weeks. 
this is why I think they're going. That's how they're going to attack Green Bay. They're going to make Green Bay use Aaron Jones. They're going to, and Philly's going to want to use Miles Sanders. That's yeah. that's how I'm hopefully seeing this week. So, hope so. Justin Jefferson, Chase Claypool, and Miles Sanders. And I'm going to run over to Eric's impresses. He did at least provide us with some impresses and stresses. So yeah, he, is man, my man, does the work even when he's here, on the show. You know? Here in spirit, yeah. Uh, so Eric has Devonte Booker versus the Jets. He had Josh Jacobs filled that one in there. That's a pretty easily easy slot. Uh, Lamar Jackson against the Cowboys. Yuck. And uh, <laughs> and Adam Thielen against the Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, all right, Keenan. Why don't you talk about? Uh, actually, yeah. let me let me run through Eric's stresses. Sure. And then we'll we'll get to ours. So Eric's stresses is uh, Brandon wow. Cooks. I just yeah. saw that. Wow. <laughs> Brandon Cooks against the Colts. Yeah. Kenyon Drake versus the Rams. And Matt Ryan against the Saints. So I'm going to have to take that for what you will. You better, man. Tell him, tell him right now. This is two weeks in a row. Come after my stress or my impress. Two weeks I in know. a row. I know. I think uh, I think you won last week. Of course I did. <laughs> All right, buddy. Who are your, who's your stresses? Yeah. Um, Zeke Elliott versus Baltimore. I Listen, people. I'm not sitting Elliott in leagues, but listen, I, I know the Ravens might be without their standout run stopper, Brandon Williams, with that ankle injury. Um, he was out this past week. He might be out again this week. But, I mean, that offensive line is pretty beat up. Zach Martin, um, Irving, the other the other guy who's out with a knee injury. So that offensive line is pretty beat up, so don't expect Elliott to be able to run the ball. And Elliott has, has two games with more than – eight PPR points in six games without Dak Prescott. And he's got only one touchdown in that span. Isn't that insane? Imagine drafting Elliott third overall, second overall, whatever you did. And you got eight points in the last six games from him. Um, so think of, I mean, if would you bench him if you have a better option? I know you're looking at the name Zeke Elliott. Do you want to bench him, Tony? Antonio? Do I want to? Of course. Can you? Absolutely not. Yeah. Just because of the potential. I mean, we talked, we, we said he was going to kill some managers the last few weeks. If you're trying to get in the playoffs with him. Would you start Wayne Goldman or Elliot right now? Uh, You got to start Elliot or you got to start Elliot, especially because of uh, uh, Jones going down. Yeah. But how about, uh, well, you're not going to have run into that. Um, What about Gaskin or Zeke? I, w- I mean, if if Gaskin was healthy last week and he played last week, I'd probably say Gaskin. Just I don't know what they're going to do, him coming off that injury. Because they did take him off IR last week, right? And then they still didn't play him? Uh, correct. And I think that was for good reason. So that's why – I mean, it was yeah. the Jets. So that's why I do think that he might be back this week full strength. Yeah. I, I would play Gaskin over Zeke. Um, but I know it's – I know it's not not the likely one. Yeah. How about Antonio Gibson at Pittsburgh against? I think Zeke? I I think I go Gibson. I really do. I think that's fair. Now that I'm actually looking at some rankings, people got him pretty pretty low. Yeah. So, so wow, it's something to think about. I, he has he's he's been very very disappointing this this season. And I mean he's got he's got a lot of excuses to use if he does. You know, so, I mean, my second one is Darius Slayton. He's playing the Seahawks. Um, seems like a great matchup against the Seahawks, but you can't start him with Colt McCoy under center um, with Dan Jones being out. Uh, Slayton has had o- o- no catches in and two week, and two targets in, in week 12 versus Cincinnati. I mean, 
it's hard, like I said earlier, um, it's hard to see Cole McCoy slinging the ball up and down that field. Um, yes, Seattle is number one in fantasy points allowed to, to receivers, but the Seahawks haven't allowed a, re a receiver to score a touchdown in three straight games. The Rams, Cardinals, and Eagles have not did not score a wide receiver did not score a touchdown, which looks like the Seahawks defense has turned it around a little bit there. So keep an eye on those on the, on the Seahawks defense. My last one's Tower Boyd. Um, I love Tower Boyd. Don't love him without Joe Burrow. He's playing Miami. Um, first game without Burrow with that ACL injury was a bad one for for Boyd in Week Twelve. Um, three catches on 15 yards on six targets, and Miami's secondary is no joke. Antonio, I don't know if you heard about this cornerback, uh, Xavier Howard. Um, my man, it's not, his, his name's not Xavier, but <laughs> whatever his name is, starts with an X. <laughs> but, uh, he's, still, he's still my man. He's still my man. I like him. And at the end there, Xavier. I, 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 like, I like him. He played – he uh, he has – He's shut down a lot of uh, great wide receivers for that very underrated Miami defense. And I've given Miami defense a lot of crap the last few weeks, saying that their luck was going to run out, and they played well. They played well. Xavier Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Xavier Howard, there you go. What do you got? Uh, all right. Um... Whoa, whoa. I see Antonio Gibson's on your stress. We're going to start him over Elliott? Well, he is my stress, and and let's talk about him now that now that we're we're bringing him into the spotlight. He's playing at Pittsburgh, uh, but but Zeke himself is at Baltimore, so you're really kind of picking the lesser of two evils. But the reason I'm going with Gibson, Gibson scored in five straight games when it comes to that one. Yeah. Now, yes, I do think he's going to be a big stress because look at what he's done over the last three weeks, Keenan. He's he's had twenty two and a half, seventeen point four, thirty six point six. It's he's been unstoppable. He's been lifting teams into the playoffs that needed it. Uh, I'm upset that I don't have more Antonio Gibson, but you are now coming off 10 days rest, coming off a career breakout, breakout game against a Dallas team who is not too well. You're playing Pittsburgh now. Yeah. They are the second, uh, second uh, worst team against the run, best team against the run. Sorry. Uh, they're a top 10 team against the pass. Alex Smith is going to struggle, I think, which is going to mean Antonio Gibson's going to struggle. Uh, he's going to be playing a lot. I expect him to. Uh, but with the negative game script, unless he's breaking out these long runs like he's doing, I don't see Washington moving the ball uh, very well going into the red zone. We just saw somewhat of what Baltimore is doing. I think that's similar of what you could see happening to, to Washington. My other one, though, Keenan, I'm going heavy this week. I see that. I'm, I'm – I'm excited. <laughs> DK Metcalf is my my other stress. Wow. Uh, so so the Giants, as we talked about earlier, have been a pretty good passing defense. Uh, they've only allowed three three hundred yard receivers, two of which were on the same team to Washington, um, and and they're getting it together at the right time with three straight wins and four of their last six. Now, unfortunately, Daniel Jones is is gone. So so that kind of puts a wrench in anything offensively that you're thinking about. But the defense is still there. Uh, if the Giants are going to try to control the clock, not so well as they hope, but this is what happens with the Seahawks. You usually flip-flop between Lockett and Metcalf, and I think this week's going to be a Lockett week. Hope um, so. Yeah, I hope so too um, because I'm playing DK in a few uh, <laughs> in a few leagues this week. But um, I, I think that we're going to see uh, James Bradbury do, do cover Metcalf. 
Um, and it's going to, it's going to be tough for them. So, I mean, I like, you know, four catches in 90 yards, that's a bad game in my mind to DK yeah. Metcalf. And that's the kind of game I think might happen. I want to um, come back to DK after your last stress. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, my yeah. last stress is going to be Kareem Hunt, uh, at Tennessee. Um, I, we see, we see Nick Chubb taking over, uh, Kareem was still getting some work. I mean, he's had double digit carries, uh, every week of the season, um, but having 10 for 62 last week is not what you're looking for, even in a game where they were close with beating Jacksonville. Um, they're at Tennessee this week. Uh, I think that Chubb's going to run all over Tennessee, which means Kareem Hunt might not be needed uh, just as much. Um, but I think Kareem Hunt's going to be using the red zone too, and, and Kareem might be able to get you a few passes, but I wouldn't expect more than 12 or 13 touches and 75 total yards again. Yeah. So you need that touchdown from him. Yeah, I, I'm thinking of benching Hunt this week too. Yeah, he's a flex at best for me. Yeah, he. I mean, I have Chubb, Hunt, and Henry. Those are my three. Uh, oh, the backs. Yeah, right. and I just he he hasn't he hasn't done anything since even when Chubb was hurt, he underperformed in my opinion. I was expecting yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, it's because he wasn't getting touchdowns anymore. Yeah. Right. Um, but you're going to go to DK right now. One thing I forgot yeah. to mention, yeah. he had three of his last six games, he's either had over 100 or under 50 yards. So yeah, that's where you're running into the issues with DK. Yeah. My my question to you is, AJ Brown or DK Metcalf, who's the better wide receiver? Oh, it's AJ Brown. Yeah. Okay. Because I ran into a couple buddies of mine were talking about it, and I read through their conversation, and they all said DK. And I thought they were wrong. Um, I think AJ Brown's a lot better than DK, actually. I th- yeah, I think if you put AJ Brown in Seattle, yep, he would be just as explosive as we're seeing Metcalf. He's yeah. a lot better route runner, yeah. um, and then vice versa. You know, you put Metcalf on C- on Tennessee, uh, he c- he might be able to do some of the long throws that you know Metcalf on Tennessee. You know who he is. Corey Davis. Davis. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. There's man. a lot. There's a lot working for Metcalf in Seattle. He's really good, man. He is really, really good. But Russell yeah. Wilson is also a big proponent of what yeah, he's doing. Really it's not just Russell him. Wilson. He's got a better coach, in my opinion. He's got a. He's got a, a. Not a run game better, I guess, but he's got Lockett on the other side of him. Russell Wilson, the better, you know, um, quarterback in. I think the Seahawks in general are better than the Titans. So, yeah, neither of them really throw a crazy amount. I mean, well, Russell's been throwing a bit more this year, but yeah, yeah, they're both efficient. They're both great, and um, it's gonna be it's gonna be a real nice nice time watching those two guys mature and be able to play. Yeah, I think DK is um, in a perfect spot, honestly, for him to be successful. I agree. I because he's not a true and, number one. Uh, take takes that pressure. I think it. I think he is. I no, mean, I'm saying yeah, we're he's not, a, he's not a true number one on that team, really. Oh, right. Yeah. You that's... know, I'm not, I'm, not, I'm saying fantasy wise, yes, on that team, he's not a true number one. We'll lock it. Um, well, you're sure. right though, because yeah, everyone yeah. when he, when he can when they can win games with him not scoring, not not getting 50 yards, yeah, yeah, of his other team is on there. So, um, I think that's gonna wrap everything up for our episode. So yeah. our first time with just two of us on here, uh, I think we. We wound up getting pretty deep with some uh, with some talking here, and, and I liked it. Hour and ten minutes, I think. Right? What do we got here? Yeah, we're right right up on an hour and ten minutes. So. Yeah, we you know we thought the show was going to go a lot shorter than than uh, an hour, so I think we uh, we talked about a lot, and and um, we definitely missed Eric. Can't wait to have him back next week. 
Um, and yeah, I got nothing else. You got anything else? Uh, that's it. I'm excited I, I, for next week's playoff edition. I actually got something for you. You excited to be Pizza Boy? Uh, it's not. It's not going to happen. Keenan and I both ninth and tenth in our uh, our home redraft league and fighting for last place here. Yeah, and uh, you, I, I play Eric. No, I just played Eric. I don't know who you play. I play. I play Coloza, who's the number one team in the league. Yeah, you play the number one seed, and then no, I do. I do play against Eric. So you, he, he's he's battling himself for the playoffs. So come on, gonna Eric. Be, it's going to be a fun Eric. fun week next next oh, week. Man. So. Man. In no Thursday night game this week, so we got an extra Sunday night Sunday game. It's gonna make oh, actually, we don't have because they have two Monday night games. Never mind. I was gonna say red zone's gonna be popping, but yeah, but uh, it'll still be popping, it'll still be popping. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. Uh, good luck to your week 13. If you, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure if you got you got a matchup, you really need to win to get in the playoffs. I hope you do. Um, good luck though, have a lot of fun and be confident with who you're starting and make sure to uh, hit us up on Twitter uh, with any questions at dynasty mafia underscore FF. You could find me at Antonio Denisi FF Keenan at Keenan underscore seven one six and Eric at Eric D underscore FF. You got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. All right, everybody. Mafia out. <laughs>